I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 17, 2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Adam Rosenmarks. Michael Chamberlain will not be joining us. He is still stateside and is currently doing the Chad liver day in the life of Chad Fletcher. So he is currently flatlining in a hotel in Las Vegas. So replacing him for this week from the Sweetest Plum podcast and not the brilliant Channel 7 commentator, Nick Maxwell, it's our very own Nick Maxwell. Yeah, well, I was going to say, you should, uh, maybe for this podcast, this mm. very specific podcast, you should refer to me as Nicholas Maxwell. Nicholas. Just, just so that we don't get... I've been playing golf with a few guys that I've never played with before. Yeah. And they just can't get enough of it every time I arrive. Oh, here he is, Collingwood captain. How are you going? <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's not funny to me at all, but, uh, you know... There's not much I can do. How often do you get that? Well, that's what I'm saying. I hadn't got it for a while, but then yeah. these golf guys, they can't get enough of it. You know, it's, it's hilarious. And it's really, it actually really makes you feel like a nobody. Because <laughs> there's a, a famous yeah. version of you getting yeah, around. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's, so there's a better version. And I don't think he's a better version, but it's no, like... You neither do Collingwood supporters. <laughs> but you go, you care more about him. Yeah. The fact that I'm not him means that I'm less than... When, I, you know. when were you aware that uh, the Nick Maxwell was starting to... Um... Yeah, good question. When did he come about? Because he, he, he was a captain in the 2010 Premiership side. And I remember yes, him so... pointing and yelling a lot a few, earliers bef- a few years earlier than that. So, did it, <laughs> like in about 2005, were you aware? I remember him pointing and yelling a lot. That was his thing. It was his thing. Uh, yeah, so if 2010, he must have played for at least five years before that. You would think so. Because he would have taken over the captaincy from Bucks. Yes, that's the thing. So I was all right through school, you know, got out, sort of started my way in the world, early (laughs) 20s, going all right. Thought you were the the, the best (laughs) Nick Maxwell getting around. And then uh, then he came along. And he was, you know, he was from nowhere. He was shit. Yeah. He was like, he wasn't like a, like, let's get Nick Mack. It was like, nah, nah, no one wants him. Couldn't get on a side. Yeah. Playing, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, did he come through the rookie list? Yeah, you know, barely. Like, they yeah. were like, no, we don't even want you on the rookie list. He's yeah. like, oh, please, I'll just play for free. <laughs> I won't wear boots. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm uh, no trouble. <laughs> I don't eat much. <laughs> and somehow he ends up screaming and yelling. Yeah. And, and captaining and, ruin, <laughs> and ruining your life. <laughs> ruining my life. Yeah. No, it's all right. Just call me, uh, call me uh, Nicky Max. Nicky Max. All and, right. And uh, no one will care. Now, you're a, uh, you're a, you have been on the podcast before, but you're a long-suffering Melbourne supporter. You know, this is the thing. I've, I was actually always going to call you and say, you know, when are you guys going to have me on the podcast? Mm. And the last time I was on the podcast, I was on with um, Michael Chamberlain. Do you know? Yes. Yeah, Michael I Chamberlain. Have, I do know him, yep. yep. And it was just Michael. Mm-hmm. And on this occasion, it's just you, yeah. Adam Rosie Rosenbach. That's the way we do it. We can't, we can't be both be in the same room with you. It just doesn't <laughs> right. work. okay. We've, we've got that written into our contract. So, is it because you both really like me or is it just... Yeah, we, we fight over you. The jealousy just comes <laughs> to the fore. It's, it's not pretty. Okay. It's not pretty. Now, uh, you went to see the Ds. How have you, have you felt about the Ds this 
this year. Let's talk about the D's quickly. Look, I'll be, I'll be, I felt pretty good. Yeah? Like, you know, pretty good. I, I you know, I found... Um, and I haven't been... Ruse is incredibly level-headed. His press conferences are always, if we win, he doesn't care, and if he loses, he doesn't care. Explains things very well. But this week was the first week I got really annoyed because I thought this was a big week. Yeah, but I, it's Etihad Stadium. What do you feel about... How, how do you feel going to Etihad Stadium? As a Melbourne supporter... Well, here's the thing. I... Because I, I don't go to Etihad very much. Yeah. And I really like... The viewing at Eddie had. Okay. I, 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 when you're actually there, I really like the ground. You appreciate it. And I wish we could play there. I don't understand yeah, what's how the I difference? go for a team that's like, oh, yeah, we're an okay team, but we can't play at that ground. Do the players maybe get claustrophobic, like if the roof's <laughs> shut? They just sort of, there's a panic that creeps in. They're like, oh, I feel like it's closing in on me. It, it has to have the roof closed, though. If you've ever go there and watch the game with oh, the roof open, it's just an absolute disaster. It's horrific. It's the worst to watch on telly when the roof is open because... Your players wearing Ray-Bans on the field <laughs> just doesn't work. Uh, I, I kind of like that look, but when it goes from, from light to shade yeah. and, the, and the camera takes about three seconds to adjust, yeah. you're like, have we, not, have we not advanced enough to be yeah. able to go from light There's to shade? There's two guys on the camera at those games. One yeah. guy just frantically <laughs> pulling the focus. Changing the F-stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't understand. I, and I went there and I was really, I was like, we're going to do it because we've got beaten by them earlier this mm. year. We've, we've got to have a plan. Yeah. Like, we can't do this again. Where did you get beaten the first time? At Eddie had. So this was, was this your home game? Uh, no, this was their home game. It was our home game in round six. Yeah, okay. Why do you have a home game at Etihad? I don't know. You know all this crap with selling <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah, and, okay. You know, you're a shit club who can't make any money, so, <laughs> so you've got to play go in everywhere. Darwin or, yeah. you know, on... Islands off, you know, yeah. in international waters, we'll be playing next. I thought that game you played in Nauru was great. <laughs> Big crowd. Big crowd. Quiet. Yeah. No, they weren't. Yeah. They were hungry. Yeah. <laughs> there were a few, uh, few passed away during the game. Yeah, but that, I mean, that, apart from that, it was good. Yeah. It, it was good worth for it. footy. Yeah. You had them signed up before they, before they passed away, <laughs> so at least it counts to your membership tally. That's right. And they'd paid, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the D's, I mean, where do you, do you see yourselves making the finals next year? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what we'd been... I mean, we had this little, oh, we, you know, we could this if we get on a roll. But, I mean, yeah. if, look, I'll be honest. If you look at Melbourne, we've had no scalps. All of our wins are effectively kind of soft wins mm-hmm. over clubs who hadn't been playing yeah. well. Collingwood, Richmond. At the time, it was like, oh, good on us. Yeah. But when you look back now, you go, they weren't playing cheap well. cheap wins. They were cheap wins. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought the game against St Kilda was a win we needed. They're at a similar level to us. Yep. A bit of a rivalry. Yep. And they just do us every time. And I sit there at Eddie had with my... St Kilda friend, I had just had Saints fans around us just going absolutely... The Saints fans went so crazy over holding the ball decisions that they frightened the umpire into eventually giving one that wasn't there yeah. against Dean Kent in the forward pocket. But it was like three in a row and they were literally all standing up by the end. I'd never actually seen this happen on a football field where just by sheer crowd volume... They bullied the umpire into going like, "Jesus, fuck, I must be wrong." Same fans. Same fans are pretty, pretty frightening people, though. They were. So they you were... can understand that. Is, is it disappointing to you that you got uh, Jake Melksham for a year and he's just chilling, just doing running of the balls, that kind of thing? Well, you know, it's weird with Melksham because uh, when we got him, there were all people on like demon sites. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you blog sites or what do you call forums? Them? Forums. Forums. Definitely forums. forums. Yep. Yeah. And they're the all street corners. <laughs> 
just uh, in East Melbourne, oh, just talking yeah. about, just going, oh, this is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, and you just sort of get a, get on the internet and you patch into their conversation. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, so there were like most people going, yeah, look, this would be good getting Meltram. And there were a few, just a few voices going like, yeah, good idea, good idea when he doesn't play. <laughs> yeah. He's never going to play because, you know, done for drugs. Yeah, real good Melbourne, classic yeah. dumb drafting <laughs> again, bad yeah. trading. And at the time, I was like, oh, no, this seems like a good, mm. you know, if we can get a, a play, semi-experienced player, you know, that'll yeah. be good. And then sure enough, year you know, out. done. All those people were absolutely, year out, but he'll be back. He will be back. And you've got his number, you've got his number on your jumper, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're going to get... Love apparently- Jakey. Just love the oh, way he goes about it. <laughs> Just the way he goes about it, running the laps, yeah. drinking from the drink bottle and heading over to Europe, whatever they do. Absolutely. I mean, if he could be there, he would be there. I Melbourne, mean- Melbourne is the best club at encouraging players to get away from the club. Uh, you know, I'm sure Jakey Melsham's been invited to go to... When Christian Petracca did his knee, it was like, just head over to the States. Do the rehab in the States. Yeah. Why do it here when oh, you no. can be in the States? Well, you can't rehab in Australia. No, it's not possible. It's got to be done in the States. While you're opening up your mind, that's when your ACL <laughs> heals the best. Heretier H. Lumumba, mm. um, you know, after a concussion, has spent most of the year just away from the club. Yeah. Uh, it's the only well, not, way to get over concussion. Not I mean, physically, just mentally. He thinks, he <laughs> yeah, thinks he's he in the Bahamas at the moment. Is. Yeah. Teddy Richards, though, has got a helmet on about two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, H, yeah. not to be seen. Well, no, because he's still mourning Muhammad Ali's death. <laughs> so that's not an easy thing to get over. No, grief. it's not. It's you not. don't know what stage of grief he's over. No. Which uh, fictitious part of grief <laughs> he's currently in. Muhammad Ali was apparently only six foot two. Really? I feel like he was bigger than that. Yeah. OJ Simpson was also six foot two. That is correct. I do know that. That's a little bit of a tidbit for everyone. What do you think of um, Simon Goodwin says he regularly chats to Michael Hibbard? Well, he regularly catches up with Hibbo. Hibbo, yeah. Currently, uh, currently uh, uh, contracted Essendon player. Hmm. But th- there's a talk that they can, get, they can get out of that because they can just say, oh, no, it's just, it was, it was bad. You know, you guys were really bad to us. Hmm. So I can just cancel my contract and just walk. Walk. He can just walk. Yeah, no, no. He can't, he, he can't just walk. He has to go to the grievance tribunal. Oh. And so what I like about this concept mm. is that if we want Hibbard, we've got to trade for him. And Essendon yeah. be like, we want something pretty substantial. Yeah, we want a first-round pick. And Melbourne are like, not only do we not have a first-round pick, yeah. um, but you know, we're not going to... Well, so we don't really want to trade with you. And so when Goody... Is it Goody or Goody? Goody. Goody, 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 Goody and Hibbard. Goody, yeah. So Goody You've got to get to know his nickname. He's going to be your coach. Sorry. Yeah. He's a hard man. He runs to training. Does he? Yeah. I, I actually... I see Goody uh, pretty much every week at my boxing gym. Yeah, just biceps bulging out of his shirt. Just ripping. He, he goes pretty hard at the yeah, gym. Yeah, he mate. looks hard. Yeah. He's got a hard head on him too. Yeah. I, I wonder if he's a very different personality to Paul Roos and the players are in for a rude awakening. Oh, is there, is there a coach similar to Paul Roos? I mean, Roos is very chilled. Mm. He's very, you know, he is one who'd get away to the States. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Isn't his partner? No, he's, no he's, already, he's already telling everybody. Yeah. They're saying, oh, you might do some stuff with the women's uh, team, Paul. The end of the... No, I won't be because I'll be in Hawaii then. Yeah. But uh, nice, nice offer. Yeah, I wanted to. Everybody knows mm. in Australia that Paul Ruse will be in Hawaii yeah. from November <laughs> 5. It's, how is this important information? I don't know. No, it'll be September 5 for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't need to hang around. But so Goody and Hibbo... Um, the thing I like is they'll go, Goody will be like, Hibbo, we want you over here. Yeah. And Hibbo will be like, fantastic, how do I get there? They go, all you've got to do, we've just set up a little meeting for you with the yeah. Grievance Tribunal. 
it's fine. You just go in there, seven or eight hours of grilling. <laughs> you tell the messenger did you wrong. Yeah. And then uh, we'll, we'll send a car to pick you. We'll send you an Uber yeah. straight over to the Ds. Straight to the G. Is that... Um have we ever used the grievance tribunal before? Has that been activated, or are those guys just sitting around going, "Fuck! I wish someone would wish someone would have something." Gee, some that'd beef. be a good gig. That'd be a good gig, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just you know, all season, just going no grievances yet. Knock off at four. Yeah. Because <laughs> you would have thought that you might have had a visit from an Essendon player at this stage. Well, there was the Essendon player. The one Essendon player who sued the club, who Essendon turned their entire legal team on and hammered, beat oh, him in yes, court. that's right. He's done. Yeah. And then it's like Dyson Heppel, let's just, let's, whatever you want. How do we do this? Yeah, yeah. Let's get you back at Kia dealerships around the country. Yeah, because you're a pretty good player. And then this other guy, it's just like, get stuffed, you piece of crap with your lawsuit. You, we will run you into the ground. Do you yeah. realise the kind of legal team we have at EFC? Yeah, we will cut even more years off your life than we already have. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, the grievance tribunal. I guess it, I don't know if it's been activated, but I suppose it's that thing of like that's where I feel like it'd be us heaping a lot on Michael Hibbard to go. Yeah, you've got to be that guy. Yeah, who goes and gets your contract with a big void stamp on it. I assume that's what they do. Down the grievance. Well, he tribunal. he's got to milk it too. He's got to like play it up. Like if someone pulls out a syringe, like a, <laughs> if his lawyer pulls out a syringe and Hibbard's like, oh my god, you know, like he's got a real phobia yeah. on it and just yeah, goes, flashbacks. Oh, yeah, I've got PTSD from my days at Essendon. I need to get away. Well, he seems hard, Hibbard. Mm. In, in the in the, I don't know if Melchum doesn't seem as hard, but in the Goodie Melchum's mold, the boxer though. Okay, so he's the one that can go. And so clearly, this is what Goodwin's identified that Melbourne lacks. Yeah, um, I'm not going to point to any players specifically. Yeah, yeah, players who are not hard enough in the contest. Oh, I don't. I've never heard that about <laughs> Melbourne. I mean, you've got Jack Viney. He's a psychopath. He is. He is. You've heard that about Melbourne supporters being soft, but not about Melbourne players. No, no, no. I mean, when you think hard nuts, I mean, you think sort of Melbourne then Hawthorne. <laughs> as the hard, the unsociable team. Yeah, it's that, you know, I like Melbourne fans. It's, uh, I always think it's a bad rap, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't go away to the snow. I take my Rosignols to the game, yeah, but I'm okay. always there. <laughs> You're very good like that. Now, let's talk about, uh, I mean, we're both uh, clearly on cocaine right now. Mm. And well, we can... I thought it was a beautiful way to, st- before you turned on the microphone, oh, just have one of these. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. what delightful hospitality. Well, it's Unfortunately, like... I'm starting to realise it was actually just chopped up Sudafed, but <laughs> yeah. um, Mate, thanks anyway. Still does the trick. You'll be awake for hours. Uh, Michael Talia, he's had, he's had a good run, hasn't he? <laughs> I mean, firstly, he gets booted out of the Western yeah. Bulldogs for giving away uh, game plans before a final. <laughs> We've all done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, we're allowed to. We're fans. Well, that is true. That is but true. But I heard, I heard that that was not the case. I heard it was a joke and, you know, a couple of players passed on the joke and then suddenly Luke Beveridge is like he's done yeah can't give away our secrets Be- Bevo doesn't like jokes yeah <laughs> he's not up for a practical joke he likes necks yeah not jokes <laughs> like giant necks giant necks and skateboarding yeah but don't throw a gag in there well, that, and anyway I could be wrong but that's what I heard it was a bit of a joke yeah. to his to you know cause his brother Kyle plays Ch- for Adelaide yeah, yeah. and Kyle Cheney Kyle Cheney was a you know, and it got back to, oh, all anyway. mixed up because Kyle Cheney played at Hawthorne under Luke Beveridge when he was the coach yeah. there and so that's how it got So back. we thought he got a bad rap, but maybe not. Oh. But, but having said that, got... what's wrong is I never like these stories. What, what do you think? You think he's really done something wrong? It's a bizarre story. Police were patrolling the alcoves of Double Bay. Why were they doing that? Well, because, I mean, Double Bay, for those of you uh, not, not familiar with the Sydney area, it's a very, it's a very well-to-do area. Mm. Very well-to-do. And I didn't realise... those alcoves, you've got to get the, yeah, see, most, the scum out. <laughs> most, most areas have, like, laneways. I don't know if there's any alcoves in the neighbourhood that I live in. 
<laughs> no. I don't, I don't think I've ever been in an I alcove. I haven't heard the term alcove since the movie In Bruges. I don't know if you know, there's a whole scene about the alcove. In an alcove. And when I read that in the article, I was like, this is bizarre. So what was he doing in the alcove? Was he, was he purchasing? Because he said that he didn't purchase it. Mm. Oh, no. It was handed to him. Because, you know, when you're a footballer, yeah, people yeah. are just giving you, giving well, you bags. I could, I could buy that if yeah. I was the arresting officer. Yeah. And so, what did he have? Like, it doesn't sound like he had a pound strapped to his guts. No, no, no. It sounded he, like a small bag. I mean, again, I, I'm always under the thing, is that illegal? He wasn't is that Roger really illegal? <laughs> no. He wasn't snuffing out an informant. Yeah, yeah. Is that illegal? Um, the, no, technically not, no. <laughs> well, no, I just mean, I know drugs are illegal, yes. But, you know, exactly as you say, he said he was handed it because... Handed it. And what do you do, like... He was purchasing drugs, selling drugs is illegal. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't purchase and we don't think he was going to sell. You know what he was probably going to do? He was probably taking it, confiscating it, evidence, mm. to take down to the police station at a later time. Oh, right. You're, yeah, 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 yeah. So if they should like fingerprint the bag because it's probably just not <laughs> his prints all over it and inside yeah. it, licking it clean or anything like that. Have you received a call from the Talia family lawyer before this podcast? No, I'm just, I'm just saying this is just my reading of it. Mm, mm. He saw someone taking drugs and went, right, this is really bad. <laughs> this is wrong. Yeah, this and is wrong. And not in Double Bay especially. Yeah, and he was probably hiding in that alcove so no one could <laughs> access it. And the police have just busted. They've got the wrong man. Yeah, I feel for him. Yeah. What has he done? And also, he was there with a, uh, a Hawthorne player as well. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, John, o, John o. O'Rourke, who was at GWS and uh, got traded to Hawthorne. What was he doing in the alcoves of Sydney? Well, he used to play, I think, at the Call the Cannons with Talia. They're yeah. old, they're old uh, TAC cup buddies. So they were just hanging out. And he probably said, oh, come check out this, this bag that I found. <laughs> I was handed. And he went, oh. Not that, I'm not saying John O'Rourke was done. He got let, let off. The police, uh, mm-hmm. they, they mm-hmm. searched him and said, you haven't got anything on you. Yeah, because he had to catch a plane back to Melbourne to go to training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, how do you reckon that conversation would have been with, uh, with Clarko? No, he wouldn't have given a toss. No, yeah, he doesn't care, does he? He's he all right. Give a toss. It's, it's unsociable uh, partying. Yeah, alcoves. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a toss. Yeah, that's where he's at. And it's, well, I mean, so it was just the two of them? I believe so, yes. Gee. And the police were like, you're all right because there's nothing on you. Nothing on you. But you got a little baggy. Yeah. Put your head on the ground. <laughs> Put your teeth on the gutter. <laughs> You're done, Talia. Hey, what do you? How do you know my name? Yeah, I got a. a I, I, I got a call from Carl Cheney. He said you were here, <laughs> and that's why we rocked up. Fucking Cheney, <laughs> he's done it again. He's done me again. Yeah, I reckon that. Uh, I, I don't know. I reckon that uh, the cops have got a little sniff of AFL players. It all sounds a bit too convenient for me. Yeah, no, I, I'm. I hear what you're saying there. They, they, they were just on to remember. The thing that bothers me is um, how I'm, many people must there be in alcoves with drugs? Well, alcoves, you know, mm. just you walk down the street here. Yeah. Like the police, if they want little guys with little baggies in their pockets, head to an alcove or just we'll stalk out. They could pull up anywhere and just go, "Hey, you, let me check you." There you go, you're done. Yeah, they're on to. So it. I'm sort of intrigued as to why uh, why um, you know Michael Talia was. Uh, was cooked. Yeah, just, I mean, look, he's not a high-profile AFL no, player. No, no, he's not. He's not. He's, so he's not even I'm, playing at the moment. He's injured. And I think that's the issue with the, the Sydney Swans. Is his have brother the, playing? His brother plays for Adelaide, yeah. He's, is he he's in all playing? Australian contention. Yeah, he yeah. is, isn't he? He's, he's the good, good fullback. He's the good He's the good tail. He's the good one. He's the good one, yeah. I think as a Sydney supporter, you would be disappointed. You go, I don't mind my players being coked to the, off the eyeballs. Go for no. it. Take well, as much as you physically you? can. But <laughs> if you're injured and you're in rehab, you've got to get off the coke. 
Mm-hmm. I've always said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, okay. you're, if you're winning and you're playing well. But I mean, you know sports science in a way that I never will. <laughs> that is a very good point. That's a very good point. I mean, that's the way I live my life. It's just if you're going well, just go crazy. But this, this has always been like, you know, and Sydney obviously will have a way of dealing with it because yeah. they were able to deal with Buddy um, mm. and his uh, depression. I mean, yes. but Buddy was the leaping off point for anybody in society to use mental illness as a cover or basis excuse. Yes. Gary Lyon has followed suit. I mean, well, he doesn't even play that means, you're, that means you're doubting that Buddy was actually ever sick. I am. I, I doubt oh, it. Pers- I'm, I'm allowed hell. to say that. I know that's not. That's not. Uh... Wait, Sonia Kruger's just walked into this into <laughs> Wayne Jackson Studios. This is going off. Well, I just mean it's one. Of, <laughs> it's one of those things where I get annoyed because, yeah. like, these guys, whether yes. it's Lance or it's Gary or yep, Gareth, yep. I should say. Yep, sorry, yep, def- definitely. Um, Gareth, uh, they they get paid a fortune to be depressed. Where's my money? Are you depressed? Where's my check? Are you depressed right yeah, now? Yeah, but I don't get... You know, if I called up Beyond... Can I get to call Beyond Blue and ask them to send me through, you know, a couple of thou a week? To go to rehab? Yeah, just to, yeah. you know, get up, deal with my issues. Maybe a plane flight back to Perth, see the family. You know what I'm you need. I'm not from Perth, but everyone yeah. seems to go back there. <laughs> you know what you need? Uh, you need to just go to the States, unwind a little bit. That's right, the yeah. States. You've got to get stateside. States get picked up by a couple of girls yeah. at the airport, like Chambo, yeah. like Cuz. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of Cuz, and I don't know uh, how this is actually helping him out, but, Cousins, uh, of course, uh, Benny Cousins. Ben Cousins. This was in the uh, Herald Sun last week. He was uh, photographed in the car with um, Ricky Nixon. Mm. Now, if you're <laughs> if you're struggling in life mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, you know you've got you've got a drug issue, you've got a dependency issue, mm-hmm. you've had troubles, you've been in hospital recently. Who's the first person you go to? Ah, oh, the chicken. It is the chicken, isn't it? <laughs> why, why, what else? What, why are they together? And I love that uh, in, the, in the conversation, Nixon's tweeting out like, oh, I bet the media's not reporting that he took his son to his first game of AFL. Yeah. No, like, yeah, that's right, Ricky. The media's the problem <laughs> yeah, in this yeah. case. A guy who was jumping onto passing motor- motorcyclists' backs <laughs> and trying to pull them <laughs> off their bike while he directs traffic. Uh, that's the media's fault there. That's a beat-up. Well, and, of course, I you mean, drive... Sorry. It is a beat-up. He's trying to direct traffic. <laughs> and all of a sudden, okay. if we can make citizens arrest, why can't we do citizens' traffic direction? <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So he was do- trying to do the right thing, yes. just as Ricky was trying to do the right thing when he ran from his car that, uh, that he'd crashed into a tram in the middle of... Uh... Oh, mate, if trams are just going <laughs> to slam the brakes on at, at, like, stops and stuff, what are you supposed to do? How is okay. that his fault? Okay, no, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. So yeah. he did the right thing. Yeah. He so- piss-bolted. <laughs> he's bolted out of there. So uh, this is public. So this was posted on Ricky Nixon's uh, Facebook page, and he said, "Caught up with old mate Benny last night in Perth. He's looking as slick as slick. Well, let's just say as slick as old Rick." <laughs> then hashtag all aboard the Benny train. Uh, that's in, in in replacement, of course, all aboard the chicken train. Yeah, absolutely. So he's just, hashtag toot toot. He's happy to like uh, throw away. Uh, trains. Anyone can have a train, <laughs> yeah. So if you want a maxi train. Well, uh, exactly. That's why. And I've been wanting to hang out with Ricky for years. I just never got the opportunity. Well, it could be coming, mate. Uh, and then, so this is a little bit serious, you know, a little bit of a joke, all aboard the Benny train kind of thing. But then Ricky, he can't just leave. He's got to have a mm-hmm. bit of a mm-hmm. bit of a gag. He's a comedian. Very funny man. Yeah. He wrote, uh, uh, Ben said, Chicken, I've got an important question. Fire away. Can I have a copy of your book? 
Sure, that's nineteen ninety five, or for you, fifty bucks signed. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! True story. Hashtag two two. It couldn't be a true story. I don't. It, <laughs> no, I believe it. I that believe is, that's the if that's true. Then seriously, what a life the bloke's living. Oh, I imagine they had to pull over the car after that. He's gone. I can't. Fifty bucks signed. Come on, mate. Uh, um, and you know, he's, um, he's look. He's very quick. Yeah, well, that's obviously it's very quick. Yeah, and look, yeah, you because know, as you say, dependency mm. problem. Maybe mm. like, his hair's slicked back, but who knows where his brain's a bit, yeah, probably a bit pretty fried. fuzzy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so so Ricky's laughed. just firing these off. Yeah, Cuz doesn't see it coming. I reckon there would have been a delayed reaction. Cuz would have maybe stared ahead for about ten to twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah tried to work and then out what just was going cracked on. up laughing. Yeah, I to like the it. point that he ripped off his shirt, and got out of the car, <laughs> and started directing traffic. <laughs> no, but good on them. Oh, it's good to see. Just a together. couple of misunderstood guys, yeah, um, consoling each other in a crazy world of media beat-ups. That's fair enough. And and, and, and you uh, and I would know what that's like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Ricky was actually over there uh, promoting his warts and all biography, my side. So <laughs> there was obviously a bakery in Perth that said, "Yeah, mate, uh, we've got a we've got a table out the front. Why do you want to What do you want to know?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I've got a, I've got a book launch." He's the kind of guy who I reckon who would have a picture of a wart on the front of the book for some reason. No, it's just it's just a picture of him. No warts. No warts, no. The wart, so they really are metaphorical. That's I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's everything. And also, can I just say that the old uh the old junk time is not um we're not immune from Ricky Nixon chat. No. We're not immune. No. I uh I tweeted through the junk time podcast uh tweet Twitter feed a, a, a couple of weeks ago now. Um after they announced the Women's League, I said, mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Nixon offers to scout for talent for Women's AFL League. <laughs> yeah. Bloody good joke. Bloody yeah, good joke. Very good. And then a few weeks later, obviously, because I didn't uh, at Ricky Nixon, I didn't uh, hashtag Ricky Nixon, so he's done a search on his own name through Twitter. Really? And he's replied to us uh, last week, and he said, and this is, are you sitting down? If, you, if you're driving, probably want to pull over, just to give you an idea, because, you know, Ricky, Ricky knows to zing. Well, he's very quick. Yeah, he's very quick. He's very well, he's, quick. He was two weeks late in this case. Yeah, absolutely. Quick. But he's quick. He's quick. He said, unfortunately, I've had to decline this offer as I've formed a club for cleaners and will devoting my hashtag junk time to it. <laughs> oh my so, God. so he's forgot to put will be. Yeah. So there's an error there. So who knows what state he was in when he did this. And uh, he calls his girlfriend's cleaners because he's a nice guy. Yeah, and so he's devoting a club for cleaners, and will devoting my hashtag junk time to it. We'll be devoting my junk time to, the, to oh to that to the cleaners. Yeah. yeah, so but he's not very clever. I mean, he's worked in the the name of your show. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Not and, not everyone could could do that. And also taking it from the context that we use it in as in a waste of time at the end of a quarter, and he's <laughs> yeah. used it to be about his penis. <laughs> yeah, he's very smart. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think that. Uh, you should. Have you ever asked him to come on? I mean, it sounds we like he's kind of angling for it. Yeah, we, we, we have considered it. We've talked a lot about him. Maybe on the phone. It might be a bit too much in person. Yeah, we've never done a phoner on this show before because <laughs> we don't have that kind of technology at Wayne Jackson Studios. But uh, I'm sure maybe because we, we're doing a live show in September, maybe we could Skype Ricky in. What if you went to the bakery under his house? Oh, like got him to come the out on the balcony and just called up to him just a few questions. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, is it? If maybe if we did it, okay, if we had like a, the junk time bus mm-hmm. and we just stop at different people's places, so we stop at Ricky's place. So you've you got a bunch of drunk listeners on yeah, the bus. Yeah, on the bus. We do the what are they called? So it's like a party bus. Yeah, for junk timers. And you, you're up the front, you and Chamber are up the front. Yep. Everyone's drinking their, their allocated piss. Yes. And you just pull up at different 
footy houses. Yeah, well, different uh, different establishments around the city, like where Travis Cloak got his car broken into. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we go to obviously go to Ricky Nixon House slash bakery. Yeah, yeah. What about the uh, who was it? Wasn't it uh, Colin Sylvia and Collingwood player firing guns? Uh, Alan Didak. Oh yes, yes, that was over the uh, over the Balti. Was it? Yes. Okay, there, there's a locale. That's a great one. We could go to the the the, the laneway slash alcove where uh, Ricky Nixon and Gary Ablett punched on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's man. That's a lot of places. If you have got any ideas, junk time AFL pod at uh, at Gmail or hit us up on Twitter. And then yeah, the and suggest Rick- where we could go on this on this bus tour. That's well, a great idea. Well, the, the bakery is a great one because if you know these these tours, the shopping tours, and the yeah, yeah. Tours, the people who want to get off and eat, buy something to eat. So they get off, they go in the bakery. Yeah. You could get a deal with the bakery. You know, it's like half-price scones or whatever for the people on the bus. Mm. And then Ricky comes out in the balcony and everyone just goes, that's a chicken! <laughs> toot, toot! <laughs> I hope when you hit his doorbell it goes toot, toot, oh, not sure. ding dong. Oh, well, unless the cleaner's <laughs> fucked with it. <laughs> oh, the cleaner's now. He was obviously talking about junk and his junk time. What do you think? What are, what are your thoughts on I know you love. I know you love a good cock shot, Maxie. Mm, yeah. That's how we met. Uh, yeah. I, I catfished you, and you... <laughs> I fell you, for it. You readily sent it. Like, but, I mean, look, you know... The, the, I wasn't even pretending to be a girl. You knew it was me. <laughs> and you were like, oh, fuck, Rosie needs a cock shot. I thought you might know some girls. Anyway. Now, there was a footballer during the week. We can't, we can't say what team he plays you, for. You know, the best part of me coming on this podcast today mm. is that you informed me before the podcast who the player is. Well... Now, I know we can't say who it is, but I had no idea. You read the articles. You sent me the article. I had yep, a look yep. at the article. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd heard about this. Nothing more in the article. And then I walk in here and you're like, oh, yeah, I know who it is and which club. And yeah. I'm like, who are you? And I... Just Mr. Inside. Yeah, well... It, is it because it's porno-related that that's ex- you're definitely on top of that? Well, yeah, I get Google alerts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Football player cockshot just So you get up. Google alerts for Adam Rosenbachs. <laughs> yeah, And you yeah. get Google alerts for football cock player cockshot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, but uh, Channel 7 said the name of the team that he plays for. Just the team, not his name. Just the team, not his name. So okay. we can't say, but let's just say uh, in the shot... And we're not, I'm not going to give away his team, but you can see his shin boner. Ah, okay. okay. If, that, if everyone knows their football, as well as his regular boner. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So and so he sent. Uh, have you? Yeah, you're aware, obviously aware of catfishing. Yeah. So um, you pretend to be someone you're not. Yeah. And you a hot, a hot lady, obviously. Yeah. And you say, uh, I mean, I never, but you like you chat online. That's. The I thing. believe so, or, and I, I think because it was put up on a on a website in the states. So how does he find out that he's been catfished? Like, do they okay, just go, so, gotcha. so I didn't know that part of the story. So he's okay. been catfished. So he's, yes. she's going, this is me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wow. Yeah, you and she's like, all, all I want is a, now I, you must be hot too. Send me a picture of down there. Not the face because that maybe is, uh, will give him away. Or did he, or did he oh, include the point. face? I have seen the photos. I can't remember <laughs> if there is a... Uh, Okay, anyway, regardless, yes, he's, okay, he's cool. gone, here's a picture. Yep, yep, yep. And there's that, two shots. There's one of him in front of the mirror and there's one of uh, the old... Yep, so he's sent through a couple of shots. Yeah, absolutely. And in the hope that they'll meet up. Yeah. And then well, she, how, no how, meeting how up. most romances start? Yeah, but then is the idea that this person who we assume is male, yeah. or we know is male, we definitely has, know. has just, as a gag, as a shitty thing to do, sent them to an American porn site or has sold them? Like, is there money in this? Oh, no. That's a really... No, I think the money comes from blackmailing them. You want to get your photos off this website, then ah, we okay, you, okay. You know, 5,000 US dollars or ah. 3,000 Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> and this is the site doing this? Or yes, the... I believe so. Right. I, I believe it's the site that does it to get... 
so blackmail. So does the middleman mm. go, I'll sell leads to you to give you an op- uh, opportunity to blackmail, or is, or is the middleman that's one and the same person? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I'm not quite sure. Like, my catfishing hasn't been as. Uh, anyway, I'm as just thinking depth. possible career opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind being a middleman in a blackmail pornographic operation. It's a good it way to do appeal. it, isn't it? Yeah. It's not your regular nine to five. You can be your own boss. <laughs> He's going to look. Uh, you got to regularly find uh, and just check out pics of uh, penises all day, which you do anyway for free. <laughs> So well, if you're going to get paid yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you're going to make money, if you're going to, you if you monetize it, it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, apparently, Bitcoin's place to be. Yeah, I mean, it was laughed at. Oh, people laughed out the door. It. Yeah, they mocked it, didn't they? Heavily. <laughs> and now you're just apparently sitting on gold mines. Why didn't we get into it? We're too yeah. busy. So anyway, I feel sorry for this guy. But what's he uh, for? But why is he on? Where I wonder where it was. Well, how did it? How did everyone find out about it? You know, I'm pretty, you know, I still have the paranoid thoughts about entering my credit card information, Enter, yeah, okay. entering the CVC number, CVC number on the back of the card. You're a bit scared. I get a little bit paranoid. No, I go like, I go, that's a crucial three digits. Yeah. The second that's out there, yeah. you know, and I think stuff like that, but imagine. Oh, I had an ATM. I, I cover myself with a blanket <laughs> and make sure, and then spray, uh, spray paint over the, the keypad so no one else can use it. <laughs> Smart, yeah, safe. Yeah, very safe, very safe. So imagine having the balls to go through with sending your balls. Well, so he sent that, because it happened earlier in the year to, to Dane Swan and, and Travis Cloak, mm. and that got, that got outed in uh, New Idea magazine, I think, so they went hard on him. But how do you be, like, going to your coach and just going, hey, um, got something to tell you, <laughs> got something to tell you guys. You know, you know my penis. Yeah, 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 seen it in the And before you finish this sentence, you know, you... <laughs> We're not sure if you're up for selection this week. It's yeah. really borderline, but yeah. go ahead. What yeah. were you going to say? <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, it's it's out on the out on the internet there, and uh, and the newspapers are into it. Yeah, I mean, look, does that affect the club? It's really just his own personal embarrassment. Well, it is. It? Yeah, it doesn't. It shouldn't affect the club. I mean, it opens him opens him up to sledging. Mm-hmm. I'm sure other other uh, his opponents would 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 have got into him. I but, guess it's uh, not good that you know clubs, particularly Hawthorne, but clubs are obsessed with families and children mm. and a being good role models to children, this probably is the opposite of being good role models to right. children. But what if they? Okay, what if they open it up? What if you had? So the um, club just gets him to apologise to, you know. But instead of, of like, kids? yeah, but maybe it's just we have got to open our horizons a bit. Maybe if like Ozkick uh, kids did it, if you had Ozcock, <laughs> right? So you just got kids, but not not just sending it to each other, not to adults. It's oh, not creepy. They're willing. <laughs> they're willingly doing it. Aren't yes. They? Yeah. Yeah. I just had an image of when you said that Ozkid. Oz kick kids. Yeah, I just had an image of them just being depantsed by a, by a. Now you know uh, what adults involved. You <laughs> no. don't, don't want to make it weird, but if they send it to each other, like yeah. if you've got like a junior catfishing program, and look, kids are great with the computers. These yeah, days. exactly. They get mean, involved. They'd love it. They can get photos online like that. Yeah. So yeah, look, fantastic. And also, like we said, then then it's not so taboo. Well, the, the other way to make it not taboo is if everyone does it. So you've got like a – everyone still loves footy cards. Mm. But if you've got cock shots on the footy cards, <laughs> so you can collect it, you go, oh, you've got a, you've got a hodgie knob, you know. And you go, I'll oh, swap you for a, you know. You've got a hologramic hodgie knob. Yeah, exactly. You've got a gold – That's the best one. You've got a gold Buddy Franklin knob. I want, I'll swap you. <laughs> and then when you put it all together on the back, it makes a picture of just a giant cock. <laughs> Well, I can't really, uh, I can't see anything. You can't fault that. No. And and in fact, you know, I don't know that people do love footy cards. I think they need a a shot in the arm. I think you're the man to do it. Well, this is going to put them back in the, uh, 
in the public arena. I think people will be talking about him and people will be really interested in that. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, that's, I, I'm just confused. I mean, have you sent, you sent cock shots out? Yeah, oh, hundreds. <laughs> just a random number. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just punching in yeah. 0405. Yeah. Anyone who, who's ever, ever tweeted the Junk Time account has received <laughs> a thank you and then a picture of my penis. It's very common these days. It is, I know. Or more and more common, All too say. common, yeah. 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 Oh, it's great stuff. I love it. Well, <laughs> we, we, we mentioned Travis Cloak before, and uh, he, he's been done for... Uh, Was he done for a cock shot? Yes, remember? Right, okay. Earlier this year, but he's also been done... He's a, he's a filthy cheat. <laughs> for the glove incident? For the glove. Was he wearing the glove in the cock shot? I don't believe so, but they pixelated it, so maybe they pixelated the glove out, because it's better grip. Yeah, that... <laughs> exactly. Although you'd rub yourself raw, wouldn't you? <laughs> I reckon, but <laughs> it depends on... Maybe it's just more of like ornamental for the shot. Yeah, you know, it's oh, a Michael yeah. Jackson type thing. Yeah, okay. You know, and oh, that's, you, that's you... his next one, I reckon. <laughs> Cloaky, Cloaky's next cock shot with the glove. Yeah. That'll be the new idea. Or, or, no, I thought maybe you were saying he was going to run out to the ground with like a sequin <laughs> glove. <laughs> didn't do anything. Well, <laughs> like Michael books. Jackson stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that is, uh, that's the problem with this glove, isn't it? That mm. What, it had too much grip. To legal grip. Yeah, yeah. It was, was basically uh, made of Batman suit. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Like, it, it uh, essentially... It was made from a four-wheel drive tyre. Yes, yeah, it wasn't going anywhere. Like, he didn't even... If the glove got into... His, if the ball got into his orbit... <laughs> it was... It would be attracted to... It a suction to element yes, as well, like yeah, a magnet. Yeah, it's like vacuumed. That's, yeah, I mean, it's outrageous. Yeah, I don't know how he thought. And he said, he said uh, to Channel 9, he spoke to Channel 9 about it, because he was fined... $1,500. So if you're going to cheat, it's going to cost you. <laughs> it's going to cost you $1,500. I don't know how players can handle that. Exactly. I mean, you know, match fixing, uh, you, you know, in the, in the cricket, they were, they were going to court. Oh, absolutely. In this um, case, it's just a... $1,500. The AFL just doesn't care. He said uh, it was seriously an honest mistake. Very honest. He didn't mean it. He said, I didn't even think much of it. When I got a phone call from the club saying, can you bring your gloves in, I didn't even click then. Really? You didn't click then, Cloaky? Bring your gloves in. <laughs> They've never rang you before and said, well, can you well, bring your gloves in? showed up with his boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> not know. those ones, Cloaky. Yeah. How home he goes, comes goes back, back with some mittens. Goes back on the tram. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his mittens. Oh, for fuck's sake, Travis. <laughs> are you... Ret- you are, no, you, we yeah, know you are. You Sorry. Are. Yeah. And you're out of the club anyway, yeah. so this doesn't really matter. It doesn't really hurt us. He said, purely it's just to help with my fingers. He goes, I didn't even twig. Didn't twig. I'd, I had no idea there would be a problem with my illegal glove. Yeah. So. And now they've yeah. made a big deal of it. I, you know, if I'd known illegal gloves weren't allowed, yeah. I wouldn't have worn it. Yeah. And from now, I'll learn the lesson that big, fat, illegal gloves <laughs> can't be worn yeah. in AFL matches. Yeah, big, fat, illegal gloves that help me do something I haven't been able to do all season. <laughs> And that's, that's clunker mark. And in my defence, I was on a lot of painkillers yeah. at the time, yeah. like everyone at the club has been <laughs> this season. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know that Eddie, Eddie, Eddie had been doing it tough. He was on painkillers. So he was on crutches as well. Now, this came out in GQ. GQ, absolutely. Just, that's where all the, that's where just, all the big hard-hitting footy news comes out. <laughs> just incre- he's, the guy's incredible, incredible media management. Yes. I mean, is that, that's a clear strategy. How many people do you think he has sitting around a, a table and it's working on that and for how long mm. before he, they get the call and they go, Ed, yep, we've, we've worked it out. Yep. We're going to drop the painkiller thing yeah. about the goods thing yeah. in GQ. Yeah. 
next Tuesday. Two years after the fact. <laughs> That's the way yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix everything. We'll right the ship. Because if you remember when the goods thing happened, yeah. he did 400 press conferences in about five minutes yeah. and then went, I think I've addressed this, guys. Yeah. I'm going to be taking a step back. That I'm was his way. On. That yeah. was the media plan for that. The Caroline Wilson media plan was to go, oh, bullshit, I'm yeah. apologising. I'm all right. And then went, oh, okay, okay I have I to. will apologise. Did you see that apology? The one uh, filmed at the Holden Centre? Yes. I did. I loved it. Oh, you know what? Incredible. I was... It was like an address to the nation. Yeah. I want to see the outtakes of that. Uh, <laughs> I would, that can, can you try to track that? You have to try to track that down. Oh, they'd burn the tape. Of him I'm, just going, Sony Mom. I recorded <laughs> sorry, it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I recorded it just so I have that. It's one of the most bizarre bits of television yeah. I've ever seen. He's standing there in a suit, staring down the barrel of the mm. camera. It was as very if, earnest. As if he's the Prime Minister addressing the nation. Yeah. Going, I do not agree with violence against women. And I apologise unreservedly. Now that, and so that was that. And now this to drop it in GQ. Oh yeah. I mean, he is a he is a megalomaniac. Too strong a word. <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he. I think he's pretty toad. He's toad pretty, more appropriate. Oh no, he's pretty shy. I think he's, he's misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's a bit reclusive. Like, well, especially when he's on the painkillers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He doesn't know who he is. He's like he's like Heretia Lumumba. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> He's still grieving Johnny Famishon. Well, if only he'd take some time away from the club. Yeah. Take, take the, H's lead. He's got to get to the States, doesn't he? <laughs> take some time away, a couple of birds in a convertible. You know what he needs? And uh, this, this came out uh, today. We're recording this on the Tuesday after the uh, round 17. He needs a, a mindfulness trainer. Mm-hmm. Richmond, the, the Tigers have a mindfulness trainer down at the club. Isn't that great? So in Eddie's case, that would be, so how would the mindfulness apply? You're about to say something... Uh, well, yeah, racist they, or threatening. Yeah, they help you get and, into a good zone. And, and you, you go, go your, your brain goes, maybe don't. Yes. Uh, it's not that there's anything wrong with those thoughts you're having. No, no, no. Ed, and they're probably coming about by the fact that you're riddled with powerful drugs. Yeah. But, <laughs> but don't, and don't attack yourself. No. But just don't say it into don't the microphone. Yeah. Just let Das keep boring everyone to tears. For another five minutes. Just keep at it, yeah. Richmond have a mindfulness trainer who has helped Red Hot Brownlow medal chance Dustin Martin and Ruckman Sean Hampson discover career best form this season. Well, you can't argue with the form. You cannot argue. Like, why is Damien Hardwick even in control of this club? Well, why, I mean, Emma Murray has been the key to the, the rise of these two players. Well, why, and why is she only working with two players? That, why isn't she working with Hardwick? Yeah. Why isn't she working with, you know, Sean Grigg? <laughs> why isn't she... She should be living with Ty Vickery. Is that the thing, though? Do, do, do Sean, does Sean Grigg and Ty Vickery refuse the help? No, nah, no, nah, I don't want to listen to that stuff. Yeah. Walk away. No, yeah, no. Just, nah, nah. just don't even bring it up again. I'm not sitting cross-legged in that hot little room a moment longer. Yeah. Dustin can do it. Dustin's apparently very shy. Well, yes. Very yeah. shy individual. Yeah. You know, which, which you, know, uh, you know, when chopsticks are involved, things change. Always does. But, you know, the neck tats would imply a sort of more in-your-face personality. Oh, no, but see, I say I, I would see neck tats more as just like a bit of a, I've got these, but I'm not making a big deal of it. <laughs> you, know? you know when yeah. you get a neck tat? Yeah. It's like I don't want to draw attention to myself. No, no. I'll just draw my neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could have gone anywhere under the clothes, yeah. but... It just, it just, it was, it was a body part like any other. It, yeah, exactly. It could be chest, could be. Could that's be who needs a neck tat is Luke Beveridge. Although it'd take a be a oh, big effort a, for the tattoo. It's a long. Yeah, um, uh, that's where he gets his first Western Bulldogs Premiership tat. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, email. You got to send that through as well. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think I think that could work. Because so, uh, you know, I follow golf. I was saying before I play uh, golf, and Henrik Stenson won the British Open mm-hmm. um, in in incredibly impressive fashion. Yeah. I don't want to bore you. Cause Which you can listen to on your podcast off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, his deal with his caddy, Gareth Lord, uh-huh. had been for a long time, if I ever win a major, you have to quit smoking. And so now the guy, Gareth Lord has to quit smoking. And I think that should be Luke Beveridge's deal with the Western Bulldogs place. If we ever win a premiership, I'm getting the neck tat. Getting the neck tat. Because he's got the biggest neck in the AFL. Yeah, what could he get on that? He could get, obviously, a premiership. the two premiership cups, one either side. <laughs> yeah. One says 1954, one says <laughs> 2016. Just something subtle. Yeah, and then like on the back is maybe uh, Teddy Whitten. <laughs> Just like it stuck it right up him. Teddy Ritten just dropping his pants. Yes. Have you ever seen that footage? No, I... What? There's great footage. It's like... It, it's. I wonder where... I'll, I'll get it to you. It's Teddy Witten. He hasn't been catfished, has he? <laughs> Not Teddy. Not the original catfish. If he's been catfished, he's been catfished <laughs> by Sandy Roberts in about 1989. Yeah. Uh, or 19... Yeah, something like that. And So this uh, isn't his playing days. This is his Victorian chairman of selectors. Yeah, and Teddy's giving it to a bunch of like people who must work at Channel 7. Yeah. So Teddy's going, ah, oh, yeah, you idiot, you do a great job, but you've got to work harder. He's giving him a rev up. Yeah. And he finishes by unbelting his slacks, yep. turning around and mooning <laughs> the camera, where you see a substantial amount of T. Witten ball sack. And they finish the tape, and Sandy Roberts is in absolute hysterics going, thank you, Teddy, that was, oh, that was the best. Yeah. Is how Sandy refers to it. So why do we always go with a stuck it right up and not the, <laughs> not the tea bagging, not the tea wit and tea bag? Exactly right. So that's what I want to see on the back of uh, beverages. But I mean, I guess in terms of it's it's after you know it's in retirement, so it's not quite so. It's not on the field. Yeah, but still, that's inspirational. Like if if the doggies make the grand final, and I know Danny McGinley does a fantastic job of the banners, but that has to be if the players running. Could you, could you do a banner with the footage playing? Like just a white oh, banner like a whole, oh, that you projected onto. And, and they, it's just Teddy just dropping his strides and the players running into his asshole. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> what better way to start a grand final? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I think it'd be great. And, uh, and I'll get you the footage. I, I'm, trying, I'm struggling to remember where it's from. Okay. It might be on YouTube. Yeah, I'll get, have a look. Oh, there's can... a break in here. A break. All right, so, all right, what do I type in? Teddy Witten ball bag? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll Google Teddy's... it now. Yeah. Teddy Witten, uh, what would you say? Teddy Witten, uh, Channel 7. Channel 7 out or, or like tape, something? Channel 7 tape. All right, we'll have, we'll have a look. We'll see if it comes up. I mean, I, I prepare to be horrified if you're... But if it doesn't come up, you know, you'll have to cut this because your listeners will be disappointed. There's no, nothing, that's okay. No, there's nothing no. people hate more than a Google search or a YouTube search that comes up blank. No, it hasn't hasn't come up, but we will find it and we will post it because yeah. it, and so or someone could find it for us. But I think it's out there anyway. It's and just good to know that that vision exists. And and my favourite part is that Sandy Roberts has never been happier in his life. Yeah. Than staring oh. at Ted Witten's naked ass. He's looking at up <laughs> Mr. Football's anus. That is a dream come true for any childhood, you know, every kid. No, no. to each their own, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. If that happened with me and Juddy, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> but it hasn't so far. Sandy's still broadcasting, you know that. Oh, I, I'm well aware. I'm all over Fox footy. Sandy and Dennis. I just, I just don't want them to die on air. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't think, how old is Sandy now? Like, I don't know. He just, the, both of them, their look gives me the willies. Yeah. And I, I look, they're definitely going, Dennis, we're putting you on this camera less and less. It's the voice. Because when, when, when they cut to a close-up of Dennis. He's only oh, 66, Sandy Roberts. I just, you know, when I see, when I see Dennis on TV, I see the Reaper. 
Yeah. I get a bit. I get the willies. Yeah, Sandy. I'm a bit the same with Sandy Roberts. He's looking a little gaunt. He needs to. You Absolutely, know he is he looking gaunt and he waxy? To, yeah, he needs to get out into the sun a bit. It's you like I can smell him through the TV. Rusey needs to take him to Hawaii. Oh, get some sun into him. Just get Sandy walking down Waikiki, you know. Yeah. All right. I I, I don't know. I don't. Rusey sounds like he's got his things pretty organised over there. I don't think he wants house guests, no. particularly not one who uh, you know might be struggling to use the toilet by himself in the middle <laughs> of the night. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the kind of thing. Ruzi would like to help those kind of people out. Okay. I, I feel that's uh, poor. Hey, we might wrap it up right there. Nick Maxwell. Thank you, sir. Nicky, Nicky Max. Nicky sorry. Max. Nicky Max. Thank you so no, much for, for jumping off the bench and coming in and filling in for Michael Chamberlain. You pretty much did a better job than he's ever done. And what's uh, Chambers? He's bird watching, is he? Yeah. So he's been in the States. He was actually – he was in New York. Couldn't find Joe Watson. Okay. Which is disappointing. Cause That's a, why he'd gone over there. Yeah, because he's a barista in New York now. Then he okay. went to Toronto to a Guns N' Roses concert. Okay. Because that's classic chamber. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Memphis for, I think, maybe a day to go to Graceland. And he's currently on his way to LA. Right. And he'll be back next week for the show. Oh, well, that's fantastic. And, yeah. But all because... It's... He did his knee. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, he just needed to clear his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A couple of birds... With him in the convertible? Over yeah, there? absolutely. Yeah, picking him up in LA. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So, well, we'll uh, be having a good time. Yeah. I, I, I heard it didn't take long for the defibrillators to kick, him, <laughs> kick his heart back in. So he'll be back. He'll be fine. I could just see him at the Guns N' Roses constant just screaming out, play the spaghetti incident. Yeah. He's a and big fan of that. looking at him yep. going, you're one of us. Yeah. You're into it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hit us up, we are Junktime AFL Pod at Gmail on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back for round 18 next week. Thank you so much for listening and uh, feel free to give us some reviews on uh, iTunes. We love that. And one thing I was thinking is. Um, don't, you don't have to pass the reviews on to me. It's okay. Okay. I'm but sure, it, I'm sure you know, people will nail me after this. They're like, Where, where's the usual guy? The guy no. you had on. No, no, but you, He's you've, got, done. you've got your Nick Maxwell alerts popping up all the time. You go, what have I done now on Channel 7 commentary? I'm going to be catfished, but I'm going to be beaten to a pulp yeah. in my catfish. And if you do listen to Junk Time AFL podcast, how about you tell a friend, a friend who doesn't know about the show, let him in on it. That uh, It'll get our downloads down. It'll make us feel better about ourselves and it'll help someone who loves their footy and loves their comedy and just... Uh, Give them a laugh for their day, eh? <laughs> if you know any miserable fucks out there, just tell them about the Junk Time AFL podcast. Get them, get them chuckling. Oh, I'm going to head down to the bakery downstairs right now. Lovely. And tell them. Go Blues. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.